Rebecca here and I have another fabulous interview for you this time with the one and only Catherine Ladrop Defoe. Um, I talked to Catherine during her sensational um, Aachen campaign just before the World Championships at Herning. She's always so much fun to talk to and this time we, we touch on how she manages her horses and how she builds trust with them, their character and Cassidy's new job. <laughs> we discuss why it's important to always keep learning and evolving, remaining curious to new ideas, staying motivated and being able to chill at competitions and peaking in the sport. She talks a lot about her mental coach, Rasmus Bagger, and if you're interested, um, you can hear a really great interview with him in an earlier podcast. Um, he's a total ball of energy. So listen up, get some great ideas, and I'll leave it to Catherine. So I know this is a dumb question because I hate it when people ask athletes this question, but how do you feel? Because it's just... <laughs> no, of course, I'm really like... Yesterday I had to pinch myself because... One thing was Bohemina, I knew that he could really like perform like super, super well and it was nice to have him back in the ring um, this Wednesday and he was really, it was one of the easiest Grand Prix I've ever had with him. I mean, it really? was just so chilled and I didn't like push anywhere. I mean, it was also a bit conservative, but that was the plan from yeah. the beginning. And then yesterday with Vamos just coping with that atmosphere and I mean, he's been quite hot down here, but yesterday it seemed like he was not really reacting to the atmosphere. Huh. He was just taking it in. And then it was just, yeah, I mean, riding Grand Prix on that horse is just, I mean, I could piave on for ages. It the feels amazing. amazing. Yeah, he just keeps on going without me really telling him. He's just like, yep, okay, how much do you want? And then, yeah, so of course I'm, I'm, I feel extremely lucky. And also with the Danish team, it was a, an honor to be in front with my teammates. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I'm obviously very happy. <laughs> really? Yeah. No. <laughs> Would you say also relieved? Because you obviously work really hard to have goals and your goals are obviously to be up there is yeah. it relief or not yet or is it still no it's like I mean yeah I work really hard but it's not only to get out on top of what yeah, I have to say yeah. it's like I mean, I really like, you know, the training back home and I love the, like, the process with the horses and I love having Natalie and Kira at my yard training. That's, I'm often more excited about that than the competitions yeah. actually. I mean, it is nice when we're here and it's super cool and I love being back home. Yeah. So I'm relieved because both boys feel really, really good yeah. and that they did a super job. Yeah. And Famous Amigos is, like, he's been a bit... Yeah. He was a very, um, <laughs> shall we say, highly strung, yeah. young Yeah, 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 and he boy. was, yeah, <laughs> and really, really, like, crazy hot and afraid of the other horses, and... Yeah. But, I mean, the last half a year, I've brought him to quite some shows, and he's really grown from that, I think. He's, he felt amazing yesterday, and he's, he's so cool. I mean, even when I finished my test, I could just drop the reins, and he just took it in. He just walked out. Like, yeah, he just walked out, like, like a pro, not even tiptoeing or anything, yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is that just taking them out? You know, um, I think, no, but it's also like trust training from yeah. back home and doing like plenty of other things with them and just being around them 24-7. So I think they, they trust me like 100% and yeah. that's the most important thing. What are some of the other things you, you do with them? Yeah, I, I hack them out. I, I yeah. take them to spa training, like water treadmills. I, you know, work them from the ground, like walk across, what's it called, like plastic things and, oh, okay. you know, work with poles and like... Just all sort of different things and like play with them and yeah. you know really like I see them every day how they are and, and I think work out what you yeah exactly yeah. just like they're not just a number I'm, I'm really like around them every day so yeah. you know, I just love them 
And how many, how many horses have you got at home now? 22 horses at home. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it's like, then we have, uh, Rasmin, she has three jumpers, and then we have um, a few clients, you know, the, the, the girls from the yard there. So we have uh, approximately 17 uh, dresshouse horses, and then I have one rider hired in. So she's been with me for three years now, she's called Yeni Dietz, and she's an amazing rider, really. She's fantastic at the basics, really, and she's, you know, from my old trainer, Horne Willem, she's been training with him for years, so we are sort of from the same system, yeah. and she... She and I, we just do a great team back home. Yeah. And what's Cassidy doing now? Is he just chilling? Yeah. No, no. He's actually learning Yanni some tricks, I'd say. Yeah. He's really, he's in top shape. And um, every time we load the horses, he's screaming and trotting around. I'm like, oh, relax. It's it's horrible leaving him back home because he's so eager to, you know, join. Yeah. And it's really, it's a pity for him because, I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna bring him to any like big shows anymore, no. but I think maybe Yanni she can have a start or two oh, that with him. Would be and, cool. Yeah, because he's so. I mean, she did the intermediate two the other day yeah. just back home, and he was so happy, so fired up, you know. <laughs> from, oh, do the test. Yeah, you could just tell that he was so happy and so like yeah. sort of almost relieved, like, oh, finally I could go up the center line. <laughs> yeah, so he's no, he's, he's in, not ready to finish completely. No, yet, he's not, and he's so sound. I tell you, if you put him in the lounge, he looks amazing, and yeah, yeah not knock on wood, and he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he's just. So fresh, so sound, and so happy. Yeah. And so with the world this year, do you know who you're going to take yet? No. Oh, yet. Yesterday didn't make it easier. No. So, no. <laughs> so not, not yet. No. Don't know. Big discussions. Mm. And I feel like, because I haven't seen anyone really ride for about two years because of COVID. Anyway, um, I just feel like you're riding, not differently, but you're kind of more like a zen monk just watching you yeah. I don't know I feel like there's been a, not a no definitely big change maybe big change maybe yeah. I've noticed something no but I'm, I'm learning something every time Natalie and Kirk comes to my yard and of course, I mean, I, I mean, with Cassidy, he's he's my first Grand Prix, so I haven't done yeah. that many Grand Prix actually. Yeah. I know that I've been like in, in senior sport for some years now, but only with one horse, mm. competing maybe four competitions a year. So it's not that I've done like yeah. plenty of Grand Prix. So now I'm, I'm way more like settled in, and I've sort of proven myself by you know creating like the third like Grand Prix horse now. So it gives me like great confidence that. I can really ride a nice Grand Prix and oh, just a nice yeah, one. no, but really, it's like that's how it feels, and it's yeah. nice to just—it's just super chilled now. I can just chill in the warmer. I don't have to like push me or the horses like above any limits. We can just chill and do what we do back home, yeah. and we're not changing anything. We just play around and yeah. But that takes discipline too, because even the people who—I mean, okay, maybe not the top riders and doing it forever, but you still see good riders, you know. Yeah, do, you know, under the pressure. But yeah, you don't. I don't know if you don't feel it, or you've just trained yourself so well. well I've, I mean, I have a really good mental trainer. I've been yeah, training like, yeah, yeah. He's he's, cool. he's really cool enough. I mean, I can't remember how it was without him. I've, he's been my trainer okay. since I was twelve years old. So, yes. and I believe that, you know, training your brain is just as important as training the tricks because all the riders here are super skilled, super nice, can do a super Grand Prix. But as you say, like under pressure, things do change. So it is important that you can change as little as possible from what you do back home. And I think that's the whole sort of mental perspective of riding Grand Prix on this level. Yeah. Do you have a ritual before you go out? No, it's not really. I don't have like, I have to bring my, my lucky pet, get Dirk, every time. But, yeah, well you have to but otherwise, it's just like the normal routines. Again, yeah. we don't change anything. Um, no, it's just like... 
I, I want like the atmosphere to be as you know easy, like relaxed as possible, and that's the most important thing for me because I don't need any more like tension. I don't need to gear yeah. myself up. I am in gear, and the horses they yeah. are ready. So it's just to confirm what I know I can do. Yeah. How do you stop yourself doing? But that's just the mental stuff, isn't it? From what? Just doing more. Like I, I don't, I'm. Just, I guess I'm coming from my perspective. I'm, yeah. You know, you kind of feel like, but it's a competition. I should be doing more. But that's just. Yeah. Getting, no. Just, uh, I, I think. It's yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. It's like, for example, with Bohemian the other day, like some of my team was like, "Yeah, you could do a little bit more. You could go a little bit harder." I was like, "Yeah, but yeah. but why?" Yeah. I mean, we won with about four, yes. five percentages. So it's. I mean. Yeah. I know that many riders wants to peak all the time, but that's impossible. It is impossible to for the riders, for the horses to peak like yeah. maybe just three times a year. Yeah. I, I think that yeah. maximum like one, if you have like one or two almost perfect rides a year, then you're bloody skilled. Yes. So I'm trying to like tell myself they don't need to peak here. Yeah. This is just a, just a stepping stone for the world. And if we can come out like it, just among the top, then that's enough for now. And it, I mean... To be fair, I could have done even less, pushed them even less and still do a good job. Yeah, and, and I didn't even feel that I pushed them. It was two very nice, easy Grand Prix, just feeling, just looking like, okay, what do you offer me? And then say thank you when they offer it. It's not that I said, you have to. It was more like this: these two Grand Prix, that was what they offered me. And I just said, well, thanks. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. What, um, I feel like your whole management thing, you're obviously the physical training for yourself and yeah. the training for yourself um, and for the horses and everything. I mean, that's just a whole... And I, I think that's something to to be not aware of, um, to focus on, really, to, to, to the yeah. whole management, the whole, yeah. the whole package. No, but that is everything. I mean, detail. it is. Because, again, all the riders here can do a bloody good Grand Prix and everyone is super skilled, but... Mm. A little thing like having like the boys physio here. She's called Gita Subio and she's been in my team for ten years now, and she is bloody amazing. And she know them. She knows them so well, you know, from the homework. From okay, this is how their bodies changes when we go to competition because then they get a little bit more intense, a little bit, a little bit more of that. So like in cooperation with my home vet, my home physio for the boys, my two trainers and my groom. I mean, that's really just a. a almost perfect team because we do all know the horses like from each angle mm. and that way we can sort of put together the, the best training plan competition plan and yeah management is everything for sure it is and you seem to change like you'll try things like we were talking yesterday you yeah know, you'll try something yeah maybe it works maybe it doesn't no it doesn't we'll get yeah. rid of it yeah, yeah it's good we'll keep it um where do you get your inspiration from that from well, Kura and Natalie oh really yeah they are like the most curious trainers I've ever like been with and I mean even Kira she's not sorry Kira not that young anymore <laughs> but she is so bloody curious and every time she comes to my yard she has like a new little strap or a new idea or yeah, I mean we talk almost every day just and she was like ah, I did try this funny thing on another horse can you test it on <laughs> for example one back home because then yeah. I mean she, they, they are so skilled and with Natalie's experience from being in the sport since I don't know when that's just that's just really inspiring and it keeps me motivated and they they keep me busy all the time it's never like and then we were here like the, the first day and we were supposed to just like 
jog and really do nothing. But then we went totally nerdy on some something in the walk, like just a tiny little thing. And then we walked for like a half an hour without really... And that was not like pulling anything on the horse. It was just like, you know, practicing walk, being nerdy. And that's what I just love about them. Yeah. They are never like feeling to, oh, we have to practice or anything. No, and, and today they're just walking the boys. I mean, Bohemian will might maybe ride a little bit, but yesterday he was just walking for a half an hour. Yeah. And, you know, and Vamas, he's maybe not even having a saddle on today. It's just, they know the tricks now. So it's just to keep them happy, happy. and, yeah. 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 And what, um, what was I going to say? If you don't Curiosity, mm-hmm. like learning new things, Kira and yeah, Natalie. And, um, Back, yeah, right. Right. Um, do you read much, like for inspiration and for? Do ideas? I watch? Read much for, or more? Um, more to be honest, like n- no, not um, technical wise, yeah. but I do read a lot of books, you know, mental wise, yeah. um, from different like business people around the world, uh, different sports men, women, to sort of get into their mind and see, okay, how how, how the book did you like? How did you keep yourself motivated and how did you keep yourself moving like towards yeah. a new goal, new goal, new goal every time you you did something really cool? Yeah. So it's more on the on the mental perspective. I, I read a lot, but never really like when it comes to technique training. Yeah. I, I leave that to Natalie and Kira. Yeah. yeah. And what do you, um, with the horses, with the training, um, like what's a day for you? I mean, we know what a day for you is because it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you're obviously. How, how many times did you work them? Not work them. Um, like, like for the horse of my day, yeah. my day. Yeah, yeah. So normally I get up like six o'clock and then I start in the stable from either six thirty or seven. Then I do a little paperwork in the morning. You know, having your own business takes a lot of paperwork yeah, as, as well. <laughs> yeah, it is, and I, I'm not really quite good at that. So that takes me some time, like every single day, to to have everything in you know in order. But then I start riding from let's say seven seven thirty, and then I ride till a little bit after lunch, and then I have a little break, and then I ride two three horses more. So often I'm finished riding around. I'd say three. Okay. Um, and then I start, you know, teaching. Um, then I have a lot of lessons with Annabella Pitchley from England, oh, obviously. Yeah, and I interviewed her. Yeah. That month ago. Yeah. yeah, she's really amazing, and I'm just super happy to be a, be a part of that team as well. And um, and then I have plenty of students back home. And then I'd say we finished maybe six, seven, like normally like twelve hours in the stable, and yeah. then we go to the gym and we work like one or two hours, and then eat, sleep, repeat. Yeah. What do you do for your fitness? Like, is it ma- mainly cardio? No, no, it's 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 both. Yeah. Like cardio and then strength training. Yeah. And then coming up to competition, I do more cardio so that I won't like get an injury from heavy lifting. So, yeah. it's like, but it's it's a good mix. It's what both. What do you do to prepare for Tokyo? Actually, I'm going back a bit. Yeah, it's um, of course we were talking about this heat training and all that. Yeah. So I, I worked out in the gym with a hell of a lot of lot of clothes on. <laughs> Not that it was really necessary, but it was fun to see sort of the mechanism because. They told us, well, it's going to take around like seven, ten days before your body starts to, ah. you know, take it in and, you know, get used to it. And it was really true because in the beginning I was sweating like hell. I was yeah. training with, you know, like two pairs, pa- pair of pants and a, and a hoodie and, you know, just way more clothes than I was used to. And I was like so good with <laughs> But then six, seven, eight, they, it was really, then I start, my body started to like take it in and I was not like sweaty at all, even with the clothes on. So it was funny to see the mechanism. Hi, Kat. Uh, cool, I'm school. 
Um, yeah. yeah, you feel about the interview. <laughs> yeah, so it's funny to see the mechanism and, and and sort of that made me like understand how the horses might, horses might feel when they had to, yeah. you know, adjust to it. Yeah. I think that's important too with the physical stuff as well. It's I mean, super important. It, it gave me a different know. perspective, you know. Everyone, you can tell all your riders, remember to give your horse a break and they'd be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, once you start working out yourself like really heavy, then you know, no matter how hard your trainer whips you and say one more if your muscles can't lift one more then you can't not even if you are threatened like you know someone killing your dad or your mama or anything it's like you are done but then give it like 30 seconds break like one minute break and then you can go again and that was really one thing that like sort of i mean i knew it before but that really that was like okay makes sense yeah so how do you stay motivated? You know those cold winter mornings when there's not much sun. Is it yeah. the different? I think. Well, how do you stay motivated? I guess is the question. Yeah. I've actually been talking a lot with my mental trainer about this because, yeah. of course, there's ups and downs, you know, with the horses. But it's I think that it's the passion that yeah. makes you motivated. Yeah. Because I'm not driven by my results. I'm driven by my like yeah. by my everyday. I, I love my life and I love the training. The competitions it's is something that like that can take my motivation away actually. Oh right. Yeah, because I, I think it's bloody tough being away from home and yeah. I, I love my life back home. So that can be like okay, I have to like really pull myself and say, Hey, now you sign up and now you go for this yeah. competition. Yeah. So for me, of course sometimes it can be tough but I just love my job. Yeah. It's more like the paperwork that can be a little yeah. bit tricky <laughs> to motivate myself to do. Um, and then I, I mean, I have Rasmin back home and we do, we're in this together. So we really yeah. like, we help each other if we have like a tough period and we think, yeah, oh, it's a little, like that, don't you? yeah, you do. And, and again, I also have Natalie and Kira and my mental trainer, Rasmus Bagger. And I mean, of, just everyone's helping everyone. Yeah. And of course we have like a few days off a year and that's nice. And then you recharge your batteries and then you're back with like renewed energy. But yeah. other than that, I just really love yeah. to do what I do. Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, I just think it's amazing what's going on, what you're doing. It's just great. Let me just check if I had anything else to ask you. Amazing you remember all the questions. So. Sorry? <laughs> amazing you can remember the questions. Oh, I just flow. <laughs> the other thing, like, it wasn't really a question. It was more an observation I made, like, yesterday. Just, you know, you're watching everyone. And, like, riders like you, and there's just a good riders you just don't interfere you listen I feel like and I might be wrong but you listen to the horse more than you tell the horse what to do you tell the I horse do. and then you just stay yeah. away from it and yeah but some riders are always telling the horse telling the horse you know what I yeah. mean yeah but I think that's that's been sort of my identity like for years I feel and of course it's refining all the time but mm. that's also the way Natalie and Kira does it yeah I mean and that's why I I can also keep the horse like really like electric and and still you know relaxed when I drop the rein because I never okay back home you can maybe say force them you ask them yeah but as little as possible yeah because they know if I say go right then they then they go right go right go right yeah. go right so and then I can just relax till they say well now you can go left yeah or or they say hey this is a little tough and then I say mm, okay then do less or now you have to do two steps more or it's like it's a cooperation and that's really what yeah. I feel and. And the two Grand Prix I've had, that was almost like with telepathy. What is it called? You know, that was just... Oh, like, uh, yeah. Um, you had the telepathic, yeah. Telepathic, yeah. It yeah. was, it, or that was how it felt. 
I could just think, and then they were like, yep, I'm there. And then I could, then they'd tell me, oh, little, it's a little bit tough now. And then we say, okay, well, then, then, then take pressure off. And it was really, really cool because it's not that often that that happens. I mean, I've had it a lot with Cassie because I've written him forever. forever. Um, but now it starts with these two boys as well that, I, that we can't really just think and they can just feel my body like from doing almost nothing. But really, just with my body language, like if you see my spurs on on Bamos, they are like this small. It's not. I mean, it's like the smallest spurs you can find around. So it's really just from yeah, yeah. body language. And, and what are they each like personality-wise? Like people, they're, they're so they're different. Like, yeah. Yeah, really. Like Bohemian, he's his own. Like, and he, it's the the best thing if. He, is if he gets the idea. And then I say, well, that's a super idea. Go <laughs> with that, boy. <laughs> Whereas Vamos, he's a little bit more like, huh, what? And I'm like, go right. Yes, we go right. <laughs> he's just an excuse for himself. Um, and he's he's more like Cassidy. He oh. is, um, he's a, like, he's, you know, he can be fired up by the atmosphere, but never like really spooky. Yeah. Whereas Bohemian, he's more spooky, but he doesn't care about the atmosphere. I mean, Funny. yeah, it's really, it's quite cool. Um, and you know, Bamas, he's really talkative in the stall, and Bohemian's like, "You leave me alone." My <laughs> and then when you, when you take him out, he's really friendly and really nice. But in his in his own stall, he's like yes. my space. Yeah. So they are like super different, really. And it, it's really like I think Bamas is Bohemian's biggest fan. He's like, "Oh wow, did you win today?" Oh, it's <laughs> really yeah. That's how he is. And Bobby's like, "Yeah, yeah, and you can never do that." <laughs> yeah, he's just he's so arrogant, okay. Bohemian. Yeah, he is. He's really arrogant, and he know. He knows like what he is and he what he can offer. Good. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. Uh, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like I noticed with you, obviously, I mean, to be as good as you are, you have to be really focused and you have to be really serious about your job. But you also have this fun with it, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, sure. So you're, you're serious, but you're not strangling it, you know? You're no. You're quite light with it. Yeah, I think that that's. I mean, of course, I've, I've. It's been more like oh, strict before, but I've sort of just ah, learned that. Okay. First of all, I'm killing myself. It's, if it's yeah. getting too much, like because yeah. when I was young, I was like, how the hell has Isabel done this her whole life? That that's impossible. But now I know it's probably because she likes competing. She's playing along with it, and you know, yeah. of course, it, it's strict, and you have to train a lot. But still, it's also just taking a chill pill and like go with the flow somehow and like things happens for a reason and yeah, of course you have to be super serious and super strict and super like um disciplined but that's sort of in my i think that's in my dna yeah so it's just also that's, that's yeah it's easy in a way it is you it's easy it is, yeah it's more i had to learn to relax and also say hey this day without training it's not gonna kill like a whole year's <laughs> year of work but i thought that when i was younger yeah um yeah so it is really just playing along with it and sort of just go with your feeling i think also when you start getting when you start acting like that or, or trying that and yeah then you're still getting results and you yeah, can then trust it's like, that more it's exactly like, oh, okay, it's, yeah it's actually all exactly. right exactly yeah nothing's gonna fall apart yeah yeah uh, yeah i think that's it cool so good to see you again good to see you again i'll talk to you again <sighs>